Well, hey guys, welcome uh, to week three of the podcast. Uh, This is going to be a really short episode for a few reasons. Uh, One, I am recording this at a four o'clock Central Standard Time in the evening uh, in my office at the church. Uh, So if anybody from the church is listening, I did a lot of work this week. Just had some free time because I'm awesome. Um, But then also Austin did a really good job of writing a recap. So uh, thank you. Uh, to our commissioner uh, for that but it was a crazy week it's actually storming here in Tomball I know storming all last week and that had a lot of effect on our games because there were so many people that did not get to play so um, North Carolina State didn't play North Carolina didn't play West Virginia didn't play uh, Central Florida that's like half my team Um, and we'll go over that in a second but uh, we'll start off uh, just going through uh, Austin's recap um, of his game versus Kyle did not go very well. Um, losing by four. Um, Dungey obviously getting hurt through that. Uh, Singletary actually having a really good game. Um, but O'Leary Orange still coming up short through that. Um, and then Kyler Murray somehow is still getting 33 points per Per game, that's kind of weird. He's actually only averaging thirty-one point um, four seven right now, so um, it's only a matter of time before he gets squashed like a bug. He's playing Army this week, so it might not be this week, but uh, soon. Um, but yeah, Austin is looking pretty rough at zero and three, and I know a lot of us always thought that the dictator would get to the point where he would be the greatest and always win and even some people this year were talking about that so i think austin has the best team but if josh hits on some of his backup running backs he could definitely win it all so it is still just three weeks in but obviously we heard uh from alex what he thought uh he thought austin was the best one um and so owen three looking at a pretty rough points per game Um, and his points against is pretty high up there but it's not the most and we'll get to who leads the league in points against uh, later but Kyle getting another victory and so uh, two and one not bad and he's in the playoffs Um, obviously Dustin and Torrey are looking really good so both three and oh and that really concludes all the nice things I'll say about Torrey this week Um, no but uh, that'll be really fun to watch the two of them play uh, this week. Obviously, that's where game day is going to be set up. Uh, Tory's team continues to dominate uh, anyone, especially uh, when he's playing my team. And so um, with that, we had we had Austin losing to Kyle. And then we have Alex only putting up 84 points versus Connor. Um, so Connor getting a victory uh, in double digits is pretty interesting. Uh, then Cody uh, destroying Josh, putting him in his rightful spot. You know, a great philosopher. And the Wire once said, you know, you talk mess, uh, you get hit. So I think that was Cat Williams, actually, not somebody from the Wire. Anyway, um, only 109 points. Um, and then Am uh, only puts up 104 and then gets steamrolled by Dustin with 189 and so that's kind of what our recap looks like. Obviously, it's a little bit different with some of our players uh, being out. Um, Bryce Love not even playing, and it doesn't really matter for Austin. Um, I actually played his backup, and it was probably the wrong backup to play. He only got me 10 points, 
uh, but it was it was slim pickings. So uh, going from the rankings from top to bottom, we have Tory three and zero with having 172 points per game up there. Dustin three and zero in second place with 162. Cody th- third place at two and one. We have Josh fourth place two and one. Kyle fifth place two and one. Kyle actually does not have that many points, only averaging one uh, one nineteen. In sixth place, we have the one and twos coming in. So six through eight, you have Benz with Milton Burrell at one forty seven, then Connor at uh, one thirteen point nine, and Alex at one thirteen point seven. So the super close of that, Am and um, the both Deerdorfs. That's I just thought of that. Both Deerdorfs at zero and three. So that's that's pretty funny. It's still really early. Um, I don't know if Austin pointed this out in the recap, but that's five losses in a row for that guy. So let's just enjoy this. I mean, gosh, drink it in. Mm. Five five losses in a row. That is hilarious. So good. So three weeks in, we're looking into that. We're really getting into conference play. It should be great. We still have some teams that are getting some cupcakes this week. Um, we don't have any games this Thursday night. Uh, but we do have a pretty awesome matchup uh, on Friday. Um, so Florida Atlantic uh, versus UCF. So um, it would be a huge game. Hopefully we all get to see that prime time. I'll actually be at a men's retreat. Uh, so I'll be uh, watching that um, through my iPad while I work the sound booth in the back. Um, but let's see, Singletary, Milton, Davis, um, all these different guys that will be playing. Am I forgetting anybody? Um and with that, Milton, if we look at him, has only put up, can't even find him on the quarterback roster. He's not even on the top 20 of, oh, this is the whole thing. Um, but anyway, uh, Milton not playing a game, looks like that. That, But if you look at quarterbacks right now, um, one through five, we have uh, King from Houston at 41 points, Fitzgerald at 40 uh, Cole McDonald, who wasn't even drafted, 36 points. Uh, Thompson, kind of, you can throw that out there, but a 34-point um, from Mississippi State. We won't even count them. And then Greer, Murray, um, and Blake Barnett. So some good things. And Dwayne Haskins at 29 points per game. Um, and then Kellen Mond, out of nowhere, 28 points uh, per game. So it looks like the dictators might have been right uh, that um, the two guys that were drafted in the first round that were quarterbacks were not mentioned in this podcast yet. And so we have Milton and Tate not being up there. Um, we'll see how, how that goes, see if that um, backfires through there. But the standings are pretty fluid right now. Um, and so it should be, I think it'll be kind of a moving day. Uh, really hard to get back being one and three, uh, be impossible for Ann to get in the playoffs at 0-4 um, and from a Tory and Dustin standpoint I don't think they're going to fall off no matter what but being 4-0 is a lot better uh, than being 3-1 through that um, I did want to point out a few things about the owner effect um, I still stand by that's one of the greatest things Austin's ever done and created by that um, but you know it does point out it sometimes doesn't point out depth it just points out um, or it doesn't it does point out depth of whether you have it or not. So I think oftentimes in fantasy we we get upset when somebody on our team goes off like 
Uh, I had Donovan Peoples-Jones score a touchdown, and like I legitimately got angry when I should be like excited that my that my player scored, uh, but I just didn't start him, so it doesn't count. But you want people on your bench to do well, and so maybe a high owner effect uh, means that you're doing a good job. You just you pick the wrong guy, but it's better than that. Um, I think week four, what to watch for, and what he, uh, what Austin had mentioned, no one can start 0-4. Um, I'm really hoping that no one found out or discovered that Austin thinks that I'm 2-1 um, when I'm actually 1-2, uh, but I'm very happy with where, where my team is at through those different things. Um, for something... Hopefully y'all can get on the Anchor app. Um, we're going to be doing this just because it's easier uh, with us being so far away. Well, we're not in the same city anymore. Um, but y'all can add any questions or that, and we can kind of have a little bit of a dialogue and stream together, just like I did with, with Alex's. But um, Fantasy Heisman might be too early to think about, but we are looking at a running back who's averaging 35 points per game. So that's pretty decent. And if we see this, um, the number one, you go King, Fitzgerald, McDonald, Henderson, Greer, Murray. So none of those guys that I mentioned were first-round picks. So those are Greer, second-round pick, uh, King, third-round pick, Murray, fourth-round pick, Fitzgerald, fourth-round pick, um, McDonald not even drafted, Henderson, second-round. So uh, where are the first-rounders, man? I mean, it's early. We'll we'll find out. Uh, obviously, Bryce Love has has been hurt a few times. Singletary's not doing well. Um, oh, Rodney Harrison also snapped his leg in half. That that might be why too. Um, but did we not draft well? This is just an anomaly, or maybe we should just have this conversation during Thanksgiving um, and not in September. But uh, one thing I want to point out for all of us is that. On the group me, uh, we want to get together uh, for the playoffs. So uh, week 11, I believe, is when the playoffs start, which um, I have like seven tabs on my um, on my computer and not this one. So hold on while I buffer. So I have fiber at my apartment, but not at the church. Um, okay, so that's like November 10th would be that date. Anyway, uh, just seeing if anybody's available, if that's a free a free schedule for y'all. Maybe we can get together um, and hang out. Um, if you just look at playoffs, which I know Austin's probably the only one, or, or Josh is the only one that's looked at it, we have Alabama, Mississippi State. We have Auburn, Georgia. Clemson, Boston College. Ohio State, Michigan State. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. LSU, Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas sucks. That makes me so happy. Um, Oregon State, Stanford. Um, we have Wisconsin, Penn State would be really good. TCU, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, Pitt, UCF plays Navy. Um, Michigan could beat up on Rutgers, so just a lot of good games. Miami plays Georgia Tech, um, Ole Miss, uh, A and M. So just some really good games uh, that week uh, for playoffs and getting good to hang out. So hopefully that that works out uh, for everybody. Um, yeah, and then just a really short podcast today, so hopefully this then, uh, can can get out to y'all before uh, y'all get out um, and have your little evening commutes. Um, but yeah, and then this week was just kind of crazy for all of us. So hopefully next week uh, we'll get we'll get Josh together, we'll get Austin, maybe some of y'all can hop on 
it'll be great. Um, I'll just let uh, John Legend uh, sing us out. Um, but again, uh, the recap was just so good tonight, or so good this week, that we didn't really need to go over those different things. I do want to talk about week four a little bit and how I am going to crush, crush home improvement. I'm going to be like Wilson, just peering over the, the fence, destroying y'all. Um, I think tomorrow night, Milton's going to score 50 points. I think 50. I think little Jordan Humphrey is going to destroy TCU. It's going to be fantastic. I think Austin continues to go 0-4. He's going to get killed. Connor is going to pull a victory. I think Kyle will lose. I think Cody is going to destroy him. I think Greer is going to double Kyler Murray's points. And I think Am gets her first victory. I think Tate gets uh, awakes from his slumber versus Oregon State. And Toledo also plays. I thought they played on Friday, but they don't. Okay, cool. Um, Tory versus Dustin, game day. I don't even know. I feel like all these guys are just ridiculously good. It's like the 10 best guys in fantasy are playing King, Love, Sermon, Mannix, Fitzgerald, Brown, Higgins, Ursula. That's just unfair. Um, but with anything, I always side with Dustin, not Tori. Um, so uh, for the podcast, uh, hope you all have a great Thursday night. We can sit back, watch the Browns get a win tonight. Um, and then we go that.